first Zika, now super bacteria. Can it get any worse in Brazil? That and other stories from the week ending June 12th, 2016. I'm Jamie Sudler. I'm Franny Halperin. And it's This Week in Water. Very disturbing news last week about water quality in Rio de Janeiro, site of the upcoming Olympic Games and home to 12 million people. The world had earlier been alerted to the bacterial problems in Rio's water, but now two new studies show that antibiotic-resistant superbacteria have been found at some of its most popular beaches and also at a lagoon in the heart of the city. Reuters news agency reports that the virulent bugs can cause hard-to-treat infections, including meningitis. The CDC says that these bacteria contribute to death in up to half of the patients infected. The problems of superbacteria in Rio stem from the lack of basic water treatment. Waste from hospitals and hundreds of thousands of households pours into storm drains, rivers, and streams crisscrossing the city. According to one source, at least 70% of the sewage from Rio is dumped into Guanabara Bay untreated. Olympic athletes whose events will take place in open water are no doubt very concerned about their safety in the upcoming game scheduled to start in August. The waste treatment problem in Rio disproportionately affects the poor, and one wonders whether as much attention would be drawn to the crisis if the upcoming games were not occurring there. We're sticking a fork in it and calling it done. Those words from the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration about the famed climate pattern El Nino. The weather phenomenon grew to be among the strongest ever recorded and impacted weather around the globe, from droughts in India and Africa, to recent flooding in Texas, to terrible fires in Indonesia. In California, hopes were high to dent the ongoing drought as past El Nino years have brought powerful storms and it did deliver, but just not to everyone. It was about location, 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 according to Jan Null, a meteorologist with Golden Gate Weather Services. She told USA Today that Northern California still received its customary well above average rainfalls this winter, but Southern California, not so much. According to Stuart Sato with the National Weather Service, Los Angeles got even less rain than the year before. Downtown LA got not quite seven inches of rainfall, just under half its historic average. Sato told the LA Times that Southern California would need about three years of above normal rainfall to climb out of this epic drought, and recent history suggests that's not going to happen. In fact, snowpack levels across the state are still far below normal, and the latest drought numbers show conditions are getting worse. The National Weather Service said it now appears that by late fall or early winter, Southern California could be in the grip of La Nina, which could bring cooler and drier than average conditions. But who knows? According to NOAA, this last El Nino was a weird one, and they remind us that weather phenomena are like snowflakes. No two are alike. It's happened before, and it's happening again. Water sprinklers are being used in drought-stricken San Francisco to repel homeless people from sleeping or staying on the streets. At first, it was the Catholic Archdiocese that was criticized for using the soaking practice to clear sidewalks. Now it's the luxury item auction house Bonhams dousing the poor. Video cameras have recently captured the business using rooftop sprinklers in the night and the day to spray precious water 
on the sidewalk and street. One homeless person told The Guardian that the unexpected shower destroyed much of her food and belongings. A spokesperson for Bonhams said that the sprinklers were not intended to disrespect the homeless, but rather to clean the pavement. Others see the practice as inhumane. But beyond that, it's prohibited under emergency water conservation regulations implemented by Governor Jerry Brown. Last Thursday, it was hotter in the capital of an Arctic country than it was in New York City. In Nuuk, Greenland, which lies on the southwest coast of the island nation, the temperature rose to 75 degrees, which was the hottest reading ever recorded during the month of June. The warm air is the result of the same kind of heat that occurs as a result of Santa Ana winds in Southern California, according to the Washington Post. In April, the ice melt season in Greenland began about a month early than usual, startling scientists. The early ice melt is consistent with exceptional warmth in the Arctic. Temperatures have been frequently averaging well over 10 degrees above normal on the icy continent. And finally, remember Dory from the movie Finding Nemo? She's the fish who explained to her undersea friends over and over again that she suffered from short-term memory loss. The character played into the myth that fish have a three-second memory, but in fact, nothing could be further from the truth. Fish like Dory probably remember a lot, according to new research. And they also possess the ability to recognize human faces. And when they do recognize a person, they spit on them. Now this isn't out of spite or anger. Spitting is a unique hunting method of the tropical archer fish, which sends out jets of water to stun its victims. Researchers took advantage of this ability to test their memory. They trained the fish to spit at a particular image of a human face in order to receive a food reward. They found the fish could distinguish one face from 44 others with surprising accuracy over 80% of the time. The research offers evidence that fish are much smarter than we think, but in fairness to other animals, we know dogs can remember us, and it's been shown that birds like crows or pigeons are able to pick us out of a lineup. But those animals have neocortex-like structures in their brains, similar to humans. Fish don't have anything like that, which makes this study so surprising. So next time you think your goldfish is swimming about his bowl, aimlessly darting in and out of his castle in fake seagrass, don't kid yourself. He's watching you. This Week in Water is sponsored by the American Waterworks Association. Unite the world of water at AWWA's ACE 16 in Chicago, June 19th through 22nd. Learn more at awwa.org forward slash ACE 16.